0: Yeah, that's actually so, we, we we're live now and that's you've you've transitioned perfectly because i wanted to talk about and transition huh, huh? Um, should i be on facebook because i'm gonna be uh <laughs> no i i think i've just hit recording it's like it you should be going on facebook um yeah, the, the, just testing it out see if the, the bandwidth is handled quite well um did you catch it have you caught the podcast with broderick yet Dude, no i've been hella busy very, I, yeah. very intriguing. I encourage you to go and check it out. I encourage you to go check it out and uh, watch it on YouTube and give a comment on YouTube. You're you? Okay, I, I'll,
1: um, I'll load up my... You know I won't load up
0: now because of bandwidth, but I will, uh, Cause, um, I will watch it. But give a comment because my comment section is being ruined at the minute. Um, Dean, I know you're watching. If, he, if we post this on YouTube, I know he'll be watching and I know he'll post something about saying that the 70s and 80s rugby was better than what rugby is uh, today. They are more, they were more skillful, more tactical, which… Is this is like, a guy… I remember us talking about this the other day. Yeah. Firstly, yeah. they're definitely not skillful, Bro,
1: skillful. No. So, I was watching… I'd say I was watching the girls rugby, uh, the Female Six Nations. I was looking at it, and for the second time, second year in a row, I was like, these girls are a much better footy player than I ever was.
0: Yeah. Like, by a… Like, 'm not even close. Like, i I actually do enjoy watching women 15s. it's actually uh, like it's um it's a different game like it's still rugby yeah. but it's more there's just different subtleties that you don't get in the in the men's game because the men's game's so like and this isn't to say that women's isn't like high pace and, and like confrontational, but the men's, you just get no time and no space. So you don't, that ends up being quite boring. You know, you have to do that one, hit out, one hit out and nothing ever ends up happening. Yeah. Whereas I think women have a little bit more license to, um, or just a little bit more space to create. A There's
1: that bit. argument that
0: for someone who's getting into watching rugby,
1: the women's games better because it is like, you don't have to absorb so much one time.
0: That, I, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if you don't have because fuck, sometimes I get lost watching rugby, and I've been watching rugby for like forever. Yeah, you know, uh,
0: I I understand it. Like it's it's funny. Like there's so much going on, and there's so much that I just couldn't interpret. That's what Squidge uh, on YouTube does a good job of. Is is yeah, he's pretty good, right? But he I, I sometimes I think that he like he labels things as pre-planned moves when like, I think there's just instinctual there. And there's like lots of things that are so instinctual that you, you, like you ask a player and they don't even think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't,
1: I don't think about it that much, honestly. Um, I can see that. I think a lot of rugby now has played so heads up anyway. It looks pre planned
0: but only because they practiced it a bunch. That's because you watch Super Rugby. Super Rugby is a lot more heads up than the Northern Hemisphere game. And I think... Yeah, something- I mean, I've not watched Northern Hemisphere match forever. You? Yeah. Well, you've been watching uh, Women's Six Nations.
1: Oh, that doesn't count. That's um, how that's... Like, I've not watched a... I guess like a Premier League match or top 14 okay. or something like
0: that. Um. I think Brian, not Brian O'Driscoll, um, Ronan O'Gara. I saw an interview with him after mm-hmm. one of the games that Ireland lost, and it was really interesting that he, because he spoke about um, they've got a new the the winger that debuted for Ireland. His name is James Lowe, and yep, he's been he did, he did he's, right. he's been yeah he's been performing really well, but his defence has lacked. And he said it's really difficult for him because in the Southern Hemisphere. Like if you're gonna grade a game out of ten, they give seven or eight, seventy-five percent or eighty percent to attack and then just twenty percent to the defense. So if you're really attacking well, like, you know, they're gonna they're gonna love you and gonna rave about you. And they don't really you know, they want you to not be terrible on defense, but you know, you they're not really caring about that as much as you're attacking flare. Whereas here yeah. it's like fifty fifty. Like if if a try is scored, like, and you'll see it in in the whole way it's 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 marketed, and you you see it in the way it's played, and you see it in the way it's like spoken about. Like, if you listen to the commentary of a game in the Southern Hemisphere, they'll be like, "Oh, this is a, you know, look at what a great try!" And then in the Northern Hemisphere, you'll say, "Oh, look, that guy shot out the line," or "this missed tackle here," and then that's it, you know? Yeah, and yeah, that's fair. I mean, Sancho tore up a piece. so yeah, that's what I mean, he he's a good player, but. You know, looking at the defense, you see in the Six Nations where he struggled. And then, what's even more interesting was uh, Agar was saying that, like, because he's just in the Leinster playing Pro Fourteen, you know, in the Northern Hemisphere, and that's it. He doesn't really get in many reps of that higher intensity defense, so it's really difficult for him to improve Mm -hmm. upon it because it's just not his mindset. And now it's like it's kind of late in the game to adjust, but he can. We'll see where he goes, but yeah, man, I mean, he's fucking quality. He was
1: really yeah on attack him for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the point. Does he, right? have, a, does he have brothers who play as well? Uh, possibly. Am I mean, not sure? Yeah. I mean, if if you're a Kiwi, right, you you've always got cousins and and uncles and whatnot that play <laughs> and play really yeah. high level. Yeah. Okay, so what's yeah, going on true. with your training? My training,
1: um. Yeah. I'm just getting back into barbell lifts, a so straight bar lifts for a moment. Um so you have a pulled, barbell at
0: home?
1: I had a safety bar and a straight bar, so I didn't do any straight bar squats. I haven't done a straight bar squat in just about over a year, so it did my first one yesterday.
0: You must have lost all your gains.
1: Uh, I mean, I squatted pretty easy 220, 227. So you haven't lost all your gains. Um,
0: but I thought you had to well, backscore yeah, been... every week as heavy as you could to be able to stay strong, <laughs> to see where you're at.
1: Yes, yeah, so, I mean, I, I might have backscored in you know, the last two months, maybe six times mm-hmm. um, with a safety bar. Um, then I deadlifted yesterday off uh, like low blocks. So I pulled 720 off four five-inch blocks. Um, so what's the goal of the training that's... at the minute? Um, to not be shitting out of shape when I get to Kabuki.
0: Oh, yeah. Basically, not,
1: not, yeah, not embarrass myself when I get there. That's so just to build, the,
0: build the, the powerlifting numbers back up?
1: Yeah, I want to get work back to 720 off the floor. Um, Because there's three of us at Kabuki who who want to pull um, 800 like mm. at, at the coaches. So it'd be nice to be the
0: first one to do that. If, you, if um, you were to pull, so if you get back up to, you know, yeah, decent base, then you're hoping that the three of you can all sort of try and get to that 800 sort of challenge together? I mean,
1: dude, being put in like an environment with other people who want the same goal, like, is a good, it's a good catalyst, right?
0: Definitely. Yeah. It's so, you, uh, there's definitely an intangible there that it's hard to sort of quantify, I think.
1: Yeah, and especially coaching at like a CrossFit gym in England where people's numbers aren't all that. Like, I don't think there's anyone, there's one guy who pulls 600 and everyone else is probably less than 500 in terms yeah. of pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, it's not that moment. There's not a lot of pressure on me to keep getting
0: better and better and better. I do think um, that's 600. something that, that comes, like, it's, it's a reason why I keep um, putting on. Or keep keep trying to come back to the a community aspect with Team Rugby Muscle and with the um, everyone that we've got there. Like we've, I've still got, um, it's actually thriving a little bit again.
1: Um, I've got a yeah, a I think of live Q&A there
0: later. Yeah, not even just a leaderboard, but it's something that I'm actually, it's a challenge. So the guys that are in Team Rugby Muscle or Elite, they'll be uh, challenged this week and the rest of this month to to really start sending in. Um, lifting videos, just one, you know, a session mm. at most, just to gauge intensity, because it's very easy for us to just to, and actually, even funny enough, I'll come, actually, I'll go back to that because we can all just sort of phone it in. Um, or, yeah, or we can tell sure. ourselves of being intense and, and it's not. And it's actually funny enough, I spoke with, um, uh, my new coach today, and it's one of the reasons that, I said, I'm, I'm like, right. I need, I need coaching again, just because you want to fall in that middle ground. Because I always will. I'll, I'll do. I'll, fall, I'll be victim of both ends. I'll be a victim of like not pushing too heavy or not pushing too hard. Because you know, I've, I've done it before. I've, I've, I've beaten myself up too much, or I've, um, you know, fucked myself in the next training session, or I fucked myself in the next training week, and I've kept, you know, I've put, not left enough in the tank to progress. Um, likewise, at the same token, I don't want to be, uh, you yeah, know, I'm guilty of doing both. I'm guilty of holding back too much. But I'm also, if I have someone telling me, no, like, go fucking hard today, I'll, I'll be able, like, if it's kind of freeing that I can just push and, you know, maybe I'll miss a rep or maybe I'll, you know, uh, cheat cheat a rep or something or, or I'll put my heart rate too high and I'll, I'll fall out of the right zone. But that in itself is freeing. Because I would never do that by my own, or I'd at least question myself a lot more. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean you know that. Yeah, I mean you know that. But I think I mean, just realizing there's a time to push and a time to pull back. I think yeah. it's a big deal as well. Um, I'm very much like I don't try. Like, I'll just, I just as long as I can string sessions together, like I'm pretty cool.
0: So, so there, yeah, that's I why mean, I'm interested in seeing you going around a lot or being around a lot more heavier, stronger lifters like. <laughs> It's not like, often that you gym, go to a gym and you and you're oh going to be with people that are all stronger than you, you know, and like that's going to really, be that rarely
1: happens to me. Like, yeah, that only happens to me. Yeah, at like top gyms,
0: mm-hmm. and it's
1: fucking it's nice, man. I, I kind of I kind of look forward to it. Because and the weirdest thing is,
0: it sets your standard like higher. I, yeah, and that's a good. Like for me, it's a really good thing. Like you said to um, me the other day when I was talking about um, doing my. 500 pound squat and you're like, yeah, or oh, 200 pound, 200 kilo squat or whatever it was. Like mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, you could do that. Uh, and like, it was so casual because it, because you know that it's like, it's easily like my strength is there and I'm easily capable of it. Yeah. Whereas to me, it seems so far away because not only have I not done it, but I don't know too many people that have done it. Like, and in person, I could probably, um, name the occasions that I've seen people squat 200, kilos plus quality reps you know on two hands. Yeah. Yeah I think um dude environment's key. That's
1: why um Travis Mash is doing so well. He's got all his wolves. Like that's how he sells it. He's got like these people who are already studs and he sticks them in a the room together and says do your best. Right. And if you're that kind of person, like you rise to it. Yeah. For sure. So, so but, maybe you will rise to it. You kinda have no choice. Mate, I yeah, like one of the questions they asked me in like the third or fourth interview is like, "What are your lifting goals?" And I think if my lifting goals weren't appropriate, I probably wouldn't have got a job. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, take it as you will. But like, if they're trying to make a community where standards are like are really fucking high,
0: and not like we should be, um, you got to have people who are, are skin the game. Funny enough, same reason mm-hmm. I, um, same reason I, I've got my new coaching. Uh, like from, for myself is, you know, I, I you know, I want to walk the talk. I, I've, cause I bang on about the importance of an aerobic system and yeah. I've kept my aerobic system up decent enough from my playing days and from my jiu-jitsu and stuff. But I, ha- you know, short of, you know, a few weeks ago when I, when I really started like, like addressing it head on. You know, can I, 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 yeah, now now I'm doing 10Ks yeah. plus, but like, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I wanted it. You know, like my biggest test for everyone was to run a 5K. Like that's my favorite anaerobic, I mean, aerobic test for people to do. But I couldn't tell you how many I've done and, you know, or, or I could tell you probably less yeah. than five times. Like that I've done it where I've really tested myself.
1: I reckon I've done it in my life less than five times.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The worst so what, how was your training? Was, What's going on? I did a 5K. My best 5K time was when I was like 21. or No, 19 I was. And I got... And I got you know? Yeah, and I got 2012. Oh, I'll that's all right. I'll always remember it, yeah. But it was it was like... It's, it's also a mile away from 20, but it's also so close to 20. I need to get sub-20. Yeah. So I think that might be my first one. Like, before running a long distance... Well, I'd have to run a long distance to be better at it, but a sub twenty-five k. I want to do a sub five-minute mile, um, and eventually I will. I like, I'm like as I've told you before. I'm looking into the instant joint stuff just to, just to give a new perspective.
1: Um,
0: yeah, man. But that new perspective is
1: really interesting because, like, it gives you a new lease, like a new lease of life when you're training like you're not going to stop strength work. you're still going to do the strength but you're still going to do the power work it's just like a little bit of a different shuffle around
0: right well and it's also again another reason why i've got a coach is that like if i was left to my own devices i'd still massively bias the 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 barbell and the strength work because oh, that's my bread and butter that's what i've been doing that's what i'm good at but But I wouldn't do that for anyone else. I'd say, no, you only need to – like, if you're just training with weights two times a week, like, that's enough. And I'll tell everyone else that, and I'll program that for everyone else. But when I'm writing for myself, I'm like, yeah, but what about these – what about an extra set of uh, bench press? Or what about some extra – like, why – and I drive myself crazy. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to, like, just taking some time more, you know, uh, just maintaining the strength – and maybe even that low volume approach might allow me to build it as well. Um, and then eventually, uh, I think I'm going to mention this so. publicly. But there will be there'll be definitely a marathon run, and probably some sort of uh, yeah. And and then Lucky. eventually, probably before I'm 35, I'll, there'll be an Ironman there. But I I haven't got long enough access to a bike yet. How old are you? 32. Okay. See Oh, you got time? I need time. Yeah, it's funny because I've always I've trained and I've trained enough people that have done it and I've actually got another guy who I who I've trained that um, recently competed in a nine man or a half mm. but he's going to be an interesting um, podcast to record because uh, uh, his, his name's Tom and he like struggled for the longest time to really properly like pull the trigger of like sorting himself out like he 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 was fairly fit he used to play rugby and then and then just decided, oh, fuck it, I'm going to do a half Man. And he did it. Like, so, you know, it's, it, and he's one of, like, this isn't any disrespect, but he's one of, like, thousands of people that have done it, you know? Like, and this is another thing why I think the aerobic system is so great and something that, like, everyone should aim to improve, especially for sports, like, especially for rugby, like, mm. is, like, there's so much to be gained, and it's such easy, like, anyone can do it like anyone yeah. can like any like look at the, just watch the london marathon or or even like the boston marathon which is like an elite one like the amount of different shapes and sizes and and ages and people that you see running that like that's for everyone but to an extent you look at um you know you, you look at other sports you know especially when we were looking at like big heavy lifting like there's only some or, or crossfit's even better like all the crossfit dudes look exactly the fucking same Like there's a certain build that allows you to
1: be really good at CrossFit 9 and like 198 pound and fucking stubby.
0: They're like, yeah. Yeah. But even then those, but even then those guys that do CrossFit, like they're training like mostly aerobic.
1: Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah, I'm prepping um, a couple of girls with competition at the moment and like they got two, two lifting days and four aerobic days. And even on the lifting days, it's. Just two lifting days? Just two lifting days, man. Yeah. And there's emom days. They're doing. um, What are they doing? They do 15 minutes of emom. Mm -hmm. And the first eight minutes of that is repeatedly hitting technique work singles at like 50 or 60%. And, And like everything else is aerobic and skill because once you can squat like 120, as a, girl, as a girl in CrossFit and Deadlift 150, like you're strong enough.
0: Yeah, right. for sure. I, I, and, I, and, uh, like it's, it's the same, it's, it, we, it's the exact same conversation I had with Alex Viada the other week about like being strong enough. And actually, this Alex Viada podcast will be going on live next week. Um, so nice. I'm, I'm really excited for that to go out. But like, yeah, I'll probably listen it, to that too. Like adding five kilos to a 125 kilo bench press like you're probably not going to see that um, manifest in you being a better rugby player. Like no, for sure. maybe in some way it makes you feel better. Maybe you're a little bit stronger. Maybe. Right. But the amount of work that it takes you to get to that five kilos compared to if you put that exact same amount of work in to your aerobic system or that exact same amount of work into even just your movement agility. Fuck man. Like you put you know so much me? more as a rugby player. Like if, if I did this for my deadlift
1: versus my conditioning, to put five kilos on my deadlift versus what I can do for my conditioning the same
0: amount of time, like, I'd actually be fit. I'd probably be in shape. You'd be in great shape. It would be, yeah. You, you'd be able to run yeah. a marathon yourself. But, like, that's that's the point, right? But that's your sport. Yeah, your exactly. sport is a specialization sport.
1: Yeah. Very, I'm actually, very I'm actually different, different to rugby industry. I'm going to move to a strongman soon just because it's going to be less, less beating up on my joints.
0: Are you sure? Uh, I guess slightly less. It's not. It's not the friendliest.
1: Well, yeah, but I can pick and choose what I do, right? Because unless I'm going to compete, like I, I don't have to do like a, a fucking really heavy bench. I don't have to do a really heavy. So I was looking at my bench press, Um <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have to do like a really heavy squat of dead, deadlift. Like I can do like block pull, or I can do tire deadlifts or I can,
0: like cake press or something. And again, you enough to PR. And stuff. Yeah, and you'd be strong enough in those lifts anyway that the carryover, like, you would just be spending, you'd just get easy gains refining yeah. finding your technique on the tired deadlift or whatever, right? Yeah, and, so and again, that's kind of uh, I think strong it's called more is also, for me. It, it, but it's also another aerobic sport. Like,
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, if you look at like, Travis, Travis just competed in World Strongest map, right? He was in Siberia doing that shit. Like that guy for someone who's six foot four and three hundred pounds, like he can move for fight for, like, forever.
0: Yeah, like it's not like it's such a good uh, way they do it. I think because it just stops people from just being giant like sumo wrestlers or whatever. And yeah. even sumo wrestlers are explosive. So there's no... Dude, they're, they're <laughs> athletes, man. <laughs> like if you look at the heart rate example,
1: from them. Yeah, uh, or who's just fat. Like, it might, dude, even competitive eaters are in good shape. Like, there's this—you find very few things where you have to be fat to do it, or you're better if you're fat. You look any? at like Kobayashi; he's got fucking abs because you need to not have fat. To you have to train
0: eater. your digestive system.
1: Yeah, I mean, the training is fucking terrible for you. It's got to be, but oh. they're in shape, man. Look at Furious Pete; like, the guy's in good shape.
0: Ah. Uh-uh. Is he still about Furious pi I haven't. I haven't. Ah, uh, mate, I don't know.
1: It's not not my 100%. thing. I think there's there's weird food relationship issues.
0: If you start watching that shit on YouTube, hundred uh, percent. I already don't yeah. want to like that are already coming back out when I'm doing my aerobic work and I'm then like eating back the calories. Um, yeah, like my
1: eating's fucking. there's not been because like, of my birthday two days ago, right? Mm-hmm. Like. I reckon all my like private clients, I can eight maybe sent me food, and I just felt shit. Like I just had so much, and it was great. Like I felt really nice that people cared, but like, fuck, there's only so much cake I want to eat
0: in a day. I know and exactly I just... what you mean. Like, but then you feel guilty yeah. for not eating the cake. Like, oh mate, I was, oh, I, ate went... school. I felt fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what do yeah. you do? I went out
1: and actually bought like a fruit platter just
0: for today, so I didn't eat shit. Oh, good man. Fruit, fruit, man. Fruit is like, so underrated.
1: Man, it just tastes good. It tastes clean, I guess.
0: Yeah, that, I I, I always think that when I'm eating, like when I, when I have carbohydrate intake of like 400 plus, but 200 of it is coming like from fruit, I feel, yeah, I feel like an inner monk or something. (laughs) For sure. For sure. I think it is, there, there is something there that, It makes, you know, it's one of my, one of my big rules is like, like even no matter what you're doing, like obviously everything is governed by calories and macros, but if you have a base of real good fruits and vegetables, like you're going to be on a good path. and it does everything. It helps your digestion, helps your digestion, helps you stay full if you're, if you're, if you're on lower calories, Um, like it just gets your nutrients in if you're on higher calories and allows you then to have the, the fun, the quote unquote funner foods. You know, it's a win. Yeah, I, I race it.
1: I, I think it's super easy. Um, I've been mean, having a lot of soups and uh, mate, a lot of soup, a lot of ramen recently because I can pile a ton of veg in ramen and it tastes amazing. Do
0: you know how many calories you're eating
1: a day? Me a let, me, uh, let me go on my tracker. Are you do, do a- do
0: You track every day?
1: I, I do at the moment just because my eating's been fucking wild recently.
0: How much do you
1: weigh um, right now? Uh after we like cake, I was 108 this morning.
0: What you what what's your um, weekly average? Between
1: 103 and 105. Okay.
0: Oh, we are yeah. we are very, very similar weights.
1: Yeah. I want somewhere like uh, 3,500 is kind of an average at Um it's relatively low for me, but I've been
0: relatively inactive as well yeah inactivity is a killer it's it's one of the, yeah. like, um, I was listening to a, a podcast the other day when I was out on a on a bike actually Um and the guy was I can't remember let me see if I can find the guy's name but he's convinced that um like obviously exercise helps but he's convinced that you can keep your muscle you can keep all your gains you can do everything um without doing any exercise like it's all about diet and metabolism and and Something to do with cold and or um, something to do with cold and and or fasting and metabolism. Let's see if I can pull it up. But it's. I mean, uh, I'd be interesting
1: to see the. I'd be interested to propose stimulus for keeping muscles
0: if that was the case. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I agree with that. Um, But it is. It's in. But like, I understand the concept for sure because. Like, and I still get it. I don't know if you, you must get it at CrossFit, actually, but I, I always still get it uh, with people that come into to rub muscle and they're like, oh, you know, they'll, they'll download the conditioning sessions and they'll say, right, I need to lose 20 pounds. And I'm like, well, don't do the conditioning sessions to to help with that. Like, yes. like that's all diet. That's all – like, you can easily do all of that and still gain a ton of weight, but you could also mm-hmm. – um. You could also lose weight and do literally no exercise.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I personally I don't see it very often because most of the people I deal with are doctors or I have PhDs and something, so they're not idiots.
0: Um, but yeah, I can see it in general for sure. And like, it's not yeah, just just weight loss in general. It's 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 one hundred percent a um, a cal- a calorie thing. You know, yeah. That's I think. I mean, you could do it by exercise, but you'd be
1: you'd be pretty busy.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, but even then, you can still outdo it. Like, like you know. Oh, for sure. You know, eat twelve thousand calories a day, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, can, you, you can. You mountain. can eat ten thousand calories a day. Like it'd be difficult, but like it's not impossible. I can do it for sure. But could you? Could you burn ten thousand calories a day?
1: No, there's um they did that study on do I even have it? I might even have it. You know what? It doesn't matter. Um they did a study on activity levels in um, nomadic tribes and how many calories they burn, and it it showed there was like a, a top end. Um yeah. and it's obviously it's not a set top end, it's not like ten thousand calories and you stop, right? But there's like a, a climatization to a, to energy expenditure, I mentioned.
0: Oh, yeah? because uh, yeah, your, uh, your, uh, your body gets more efficient, right? It, it doesn't want to yeah. burn. It's not it's for a survival mechanism to yeah. um, to like burn 10,000 calories is not a good thing, like, and, and especially no. if you're really not- active. Like, if you're really active, why would you be really active back in the day? Because you're searching for food. So yeah. then that means food is scarce, which means even more so, you want to hold on to your calories as much as you can.
1: Yeah, I like I've tried to eat ten thousand calories. Like me and Kitty have sat down and be like, okay, we're going to eat ten thousand calories each,
0: and like you don't feel great after it. It's not a good feeling. <laughs> like, yeah. no. I you mean, have, uh, yeah, it, that's the point though. It's always good. like if like and uh, if Bo listens to this, he he's always written in. He's been from Team Rubber Muscle for like a year. He's got really fit. He's like, oh, but what about this belly? Like, what whatever exercise is going to do for this? And I'm like, it's uh, plate pushes, and <laughs> reps. Put that yeah. plate away, put that plate away, and then you just go from there. Um, yeah, man. I think it's just it, like, and the other thing I've I've recently really bought into is the lack of um calorie expenditure when you are doing your lifting sessions compared oh, to yeah. compared. I mean, especially compared to like your CrossFits, but your um, like my aerobic sessions as well. It's ridiculous.
1: Oh, mate! Like. I take a good 10 minutes between reps. I do, I do like eight reps, eight work reps a session, right? I don't, like on a good day. I'm not fucking burning any calories. I am. I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing fuck all.
0: And, um, I don't know. It's just, people people get those things misconstrued a fair chunk, I think.
1: Um, yeah. yeah, dude, It's fucking, it's hard to burn enough calories to make a difference in exercise
0: and do it sustainably. I think
1: that's the main thing.
0: But there must be some sort of like window for like you need enough calories to to lift fucking Trend, heavy. Yeah. yeah, to like have the energy to try to, to just to get up for it, you know, to not feel deprived. But
1: yeah, yeah. I mean I don't have any personal experience with that just because I've fucking eat everything I see.
0: Yeah. Um
1: but I know I know some of the girls that if they if they don't eat for a day, because that's just an issue that a lot of female weight class lifters have. Like the you, know, you see it on their progress, you'll
0: see them tank ten percent, 2 percent, and that's the one difference because you'll see a lot of people that um, that that they'll 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 maintain their, their weight on. I mean, if we use females, they can maintain their weight on eight hundred calories, or they can maintain their weight on sixteen hundred calories, yeah. and it's like that's because the body is adaptable. Yeah. But that's that the difference in that sixteen, the difference in those two numbers is gonna be quality of training which in oh, the long term is like massive yeah. you know in my opinion yeah
1: even even if like yeah even if you're doing singles so like with um temi tems um, a newer lifter of mine she's gonna worlds in in December okay so she's fucking she's a good lifter if she's only doing singles right but if she doesn't have like sixteen to two thousand calories a day like fuck she's a shit even doing singles
0: Mm-hmm. But she's not gonna like lose a ton of weight, like nah. you know what I mean, if she goes under that calories, but it, but it's 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 a yeah, funky thing. It. So it's still it's and this is why when people say, you know, oh it's not all about calories, it still is, but it's you know, it's a lot it's a it's a it's a much bigger like just like life, man, it's a grey area. <laughs> like it's a grey area.
1: I mean you could, you'd look at it like math, like there's a foundation, right? There's a foundation built on calories and everything else is like comes above that but without the calories like
0: this doesn't matter yeah for sure yeah Um, hi guys i just wanted to jump in here to tell you that if you're enjoying this podcast and you want to become a better athlete then you can go ahead and visit rugby-muscle.com and pick up any of our free goodies that is uh, the 50 free rugby conditioning sessions the physique nutrition crash course video series the supplement guide and newly added is a macro calculator yes that's right a macro calculator where you will be able to work out your protein, carbs, fat, and calories that you should be eating on a daily basis to give you a guide as to where to start your diet from. This will help in conjunction with your 50 free conditioning sessions to build you out a decent little plan that will enable you to take control of your training and use effective training and nutrition to become a better athlete. All that stuff and more can be found at rugby-muscle.com or rugby-muscle.com forward slash macros for the macro breakdown. So, um, talk to me more about this new gig then. Are we allowed to talk about it live on the air? Um, when's the this going air? out? I mean, next week, two weeks, three next weeks. Week, yeah, I mean, I've told most of the important
1: people. Um, nobody new gig, gig this. Is, yeah, nobody one this. It doesn't matter. I don't think anyone's going to keep on it too much. So, new gig is with Kabuki Strength. They are a... I call them an education company, I think the best way of describing them. Education with online them a, coaching.
0: Wouldn't you call them a, a training company?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean...
0: Because they provide they equipment. Uh, yeah, they do a lot. Rehab, a rehab equipment, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. But they do online coaching. They do a lot of educational courses. They do equipment. They do a lot of like movement specialization stuff. Um, present to medical colleges, present to NFL, MLB teams, um, that kind of stuff. So it's kind of a, it's a neat gig to have. You get quite a lot of exposure at like a, a relatively high level. Um, example, do you know who Jack Butler is?
0: I don't. Know.
1: Yeah. he's um he just won USA Nationals. He's seventeen years old. Um, two ninety-five squat. Uh, two seventy deadlift. Um his bench isn't as good. His bench is like one forty something. But seventeen, like uh Jeez. that's something special. Like that, are, like, that those, was the first... Those
0: numbers are in kilograms. That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah, kilos. <laughs> um, and that's like the first guy who's been thrown on a plate. Like it's that kind of level of stuff.
0: Yeah. So it's more it's <laughs> like it's 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 like you're still doing the same thing, but now you're seeing your we've well, you've, you've already got a bunch of other clients that are sort of high level, but it's it's even more yeah. exposure to people like that that you can like sort of have license to really like it's we had this conversation right you said, oh, it's yeah. been intimidating and I said at the yeah same well, time, but sure. what you know is still right. it doesn't like just be, like if anything, like imagine how much better they can be with what you know. You know?
1: Yeah, so like yeah, so we looked at Jack's lifts and was like, yeah, he can he's still got a bunch of fits, like he's seventeen. He just he just freak, you know? Yeah. And um, the same with Temi He's like on the same. Yeah, the principles
0: level. are still the same, you know? Yeah. They just they're just more refined or or they just pay off better at a higher level. Most of the time, yeah. You know, you've just got a bigger think, base like, they, to work off of there
1: is a lot of general population clients there as well, and like I'm expecting some to come in. Um And for them, it's more like movement preparation works. Like, are people's hips, feet, and breathing functional? I know that's a fucking weird term because everyone's feet are functional, right? Unless you're in a wheelchair, I guess. Um, But are they they kind of able to set themselves in an optimal way to get great power generation?
0: Yeah, Um, because these people are trying to get them still, they're still, if they're going to Kabuki, they're trying to get the max out of their squat, their bench, their deadlift.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Generally speaking, it's powerlifting and strongman. We might move into CrossFit. Um, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. That's it. Was but even spoken then, about...
0: Still trying to get the most out of all these lifts. Yeah. You know, and it'll
1: still be the same principles, right? Principles yeah. apply across.
0: That's what like I mean. Principles
1: yeah. apply. Rugby, right? Yeah.
0: Well
1: um, like if you have an athlete and his big toe doesn't work. Like, that's an issue. You've got to address that.
0: Well, it's it's actually – it's the base of the pyramid. It's, it's aerobic work. It's hypertrophy. It's movement. Like, those th- – like, if you don't have those three things or if you, you're yeah. – You've got – like, you can make up for – you can have a – but you, there's a good chance that – and this is my, my new favorite thing, really, is that most people that come into sort of my realm and look up for rugby strength and conditioning and look to see what they can do, one of those three things will be a, a fairly glaring weakness and that's such an easy fucking low hanging fruit. Like it, yeah, you know, sure. you've either got that guy that loves the gym, but mm-hmm. you know, and, and can work really hard, does his wads and stuff or whatever, but just powers it through. And because of that, ends up moving like shit. So there's so much such a, such an easy gain to be had there by just making a move better. Likewise, you've got the runners that are you know they're really fit, oh, but but they you know. Their their one rep max on a deadlift is is not even a hundred kilos because they just don't do it that much. It's easy strength gains to be yeah. had there. Or there's easy muscle to be had there. Likewise, if you've got the guy that loves to lift, um, like what you know, does his perfect Olympic lifting or does like really good power, tr- you know, Speedy would be a really good example for this, but doesn't do any aerobic work, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But he, I went Speedy. He, he doesn't does. need to do a yeah. work. He's explosive as fuck. Like he is. Just as fit as enough oh, to, mate. to compete in his level. D. Yeah. Watching his progress has been pretty cool. After getting back, on
1: yeah, man. Like, he just opened a gym, um, in West Ham, and like, yeah, there's going to be some studs come out of there, man. He's, he's got a girl who's just—I've never seen someone built so well for lifting. She's a. Uh, she's going to be an absolute stud. Like really yeah. short legs. Mate, short legs fucking way bigger than my legs. She's, her ass is enormous, and apart from that, she's pretty short.
0: Do you think? Do you think she'll hear this and, and feel like those are compliments? For sure, yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure.
1: Yeah. It, it, like, I, met, I told her. I There's a
0: very specific anatomy that is very appealing to lifters. That is unconventional.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I, I met her for the first time. I told her like the same day. I was like, "Dude, you're fucking perfectly built for this." Yeah, and that's, it shows in the lips.
0: That's the other thing that I think that why I've. Um, like adopted the coaching mindset that I have is because like I I'm, I'm from the opposite end of the spectrum. As far as the living yeah. goes, like fucking my femurs, like, yeah, you legs, properly, like properly, properly leggy, which is an advantage mm-hmm. for running for my long run. So cool. I'm hoping yeah. that I can, uh, I can actually get a bit more of a, um you know, a boost from my, phys- and especially for jujitsu as well. Like having long legs is, oh, is a man, really good yeah. thing. And people, people always talk about it and I'm like, yeah, but they they're really annoying when I try and squat. But they're like, yeah, but it doesn't matter because you can get, <laughs> you you're, you've got a really good guard because you've got longer legs. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. do you, yeah.
1: you, you, Maybe you, see, you, you see um the difference in spines between jiu-jitsu players and like strength athletes? No, like they're um. So basically, your spine is as a oh, if you look at top levels, so the people who've been selected by the sport for that. Their yeah. spines are generally like, much narrower and more mm-hmm. flexible. So you have a bit more space to move because mm-hmm. you're basically selected for people who can bend, right? Mm-hmm. Where if you look at the spines of like strength athletes, they tend to have like blockier, yeah, yeah like blockier and less movement in their spine because it's just better for a force transfer, mm-hmm. right? So, like, dude, so Jujutsu is a good sport for you, man.
0: But it's also you're pretty you
1: know, long arm, isn't it?
0: It's actually one of the guys from, like, one of the top guys in BJJ, Lachlan Giles. He's actually a fair bit against doing too much um, strength training for that. for that very reason is that it could build like you. You want your spine to be super mobile for for jujitsu. Maybe not for health, but you know if you're. But it's also like he says something along the lines of if you're already exposing your spine to this, like it's an issue if you've got hypermobility which you'll want plus um, a high deal of force going through so you know like it's the same reason that yogis are very strong in yogi specific sense but you wouldn't want and you we i'm a i don't know it's a thought experiment really i guess but you wouldn't get a yogi who's a really fucking good yogi you know does this fucking splits and whatever but then also deadlifts 300 kilos like there's that just exposes unusual
1: Huh? It'd be unusual.
0: That's what I mean. Like, I've never seen it. Like, it might I mean, be Duffin
1: heard. can do splits. I, I know a couple of top level powerlifters
0: can do the splits, but are also really, really mobile and okay. also midgets. Like, let's, let's more. Let's, let's not say the splits, let's leave it to the, like the spine, the mobility of the spine. Yeah, but someone in kind a of weird kind
1: of position that they do in Yeah, like, you know, I hear what you're
0: saying. It'd be really unusual. Like, you've got the top end, probably there's some freaks out there that can just do everything. Not really, yeah, and so yeah, I, thought, yeah, I found obviously. that quite interesting, but then I thought, well, and this is the other, and then this goes back to the coaching. It's like I'm the opposite of wanting to be a specialist, is that I like I want to use all these different areas to help me be a better overall athlete. So, yes, like I'm not as strong as you know the strength athletes. But I'm much fucking stronger than most people. Yes, I'm not as muscular as the bodybuilders, but I'm more muscular than most people. Yes, I'm not as fit as a marathon. Like, I'm not going to run a sub. Fuck. I want to, I want, like, I, is the most, un, you know, I want to tr- see if I can possibly run a sub three marathon in one day, right? Like, that would be like a ultimate end, top end goal. Gee, that's quick. That's hella quick. But that, yeah, yeah. I, I doubt, I don't, you know, to just, just that thought in my head is like, Fucking, like this—that would be a lot of training. But you get, you get the point, right? That, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, That would be way far. Like, or even just doing a marathon is is fitter than most people, you know. Yeah, so, sure. to be well versed in in many areas is interesting to me. But it also, I think, aligns perfectly with rugby strength and condition. Because why rugby is such a fascinating yeah. sport is that you you are expected to um, like do so many things in, in close combat situations, but you're also expected to be really fast. And you're also expected to do that over 80 minutes. Or if you're even in yeah, sevens, okay. you're expected to do that over the course of 15 minutes, but then wait for two hours and then go again and do that several times over um, two days or or even a day. And that like, like those are, Complete opposite ends of the spectrum. demands that are placed on the body, and so you should be prepared. Yeah, for that I think rugby's is probably the
1: hardest. It's definitely up there.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean rugby and CrossFit, which are kind of the same, right? I think
0: they, I think mean, they kind of, they're think, two of the hardest ones. I think CrossFit is, hmm, in a way, yes, yeah. I mean, but yeah, you're right actually, because CrossFit would be There's very so similar, but yeah, really done, similar, but they're not. But they're not. But they're both trained poorly by by the yeah. average population, right? The yeah. average population does a wad that's 20 to 30 minutes, which is too intense to get aerobic benefit, which is not intense enough to get strength benefit. Doesn't make them any better. And this is something um, – yeah. hopefully by the time this is out, um, and on, the, on the YouTubes at least, I'll have revis- revised the uh, 50 conditioning sessions because I've got a video supplement oh, cool. to go with it. But the whole point is that like – everyone like say your this is your fitness everyone focuses on here and they don't actually build their fitness out to be any bigger you can only extend this top end by being stronger and being more explosive faster more powerful you can only extend that up like it doesn't matter how fit you are if you can only deadlift a 100 kilos like your top end is still here you've still got a small like you've got a very efficient engine but it's very small so you work on that top end and now you've got all this area left in the middle still unless you build up your aerobic system which means you You know, you then got a massive engine and you're operating aerobically. Like you look at, um, I can't remember if it, if it was you even I chatted with or another chat that I had, but with when you look at, um, uh, Matt Fraser when he lifts, when he does, when he wins the CrossFit games for the fifth time or whatever it was, like he's doing reps of 135 snatches for unbroken and it's aerobic for him because his aerobic yeah. bra- base is oh no because his aerobic base is, is massively there so he's got he's not having to work so hard he's also really 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 strong so it's such a low percentage of his max and because he moves well because he because he's he use he can yeah. he comes from a olympic lifting background so because he moves so well he's able to operate at what is perceived to be such a high level at still an aerobic level and and crush yeah. it and that's it's nuts. That's what you want. For well, rugby. And we can look at go from, it, from a rugby point of view. I, I reckon
1: if we look, who's the most skillful player at the moment? Like, well, who's going to be up there for skilled players? Um, like, look at um, wow,
0: what's his name?
1: I don't know, Richie Moringa. Yeah, okay? just just him around because he's a he's a ten. So he he has a lot of pressure, a lot of decision making to do, and he runs the ball right. For every play that he makes, he's going to be so much more efficient out of that play than say if I was running it right because mm-hmm. I fucking panic and shit myself each time
0: yeah uh, Anton DuPont was I was going to say or even better
1: oh man the, yeah he was a much
0: better example yeah. or even a better example would be um, yeah Bowden Barrett right because Bowden Barrett yeah is, here's, a, here's a guy who's top like he's faster he's, he's so good because he's one of the fastest players like, on the field. Like, you've seen him, uh, yeah. if you saw him at the tw- was it 2015 World Cup final, like, he gassed everyone to score. But he's also at fly mm-hmm. half. Yeah. So he's then operating at that lower level. He's also clearly really aerobically fit because he crushed the Bronco. He's not the best, like, doesn't mean that the Bronco's a really good test because he crushed it, you know? It's, it's funny. It's just that because he's yeah. the best, he's going to be the best at all these other tests because he could pass so well because he can kick really well. Yeah. Everything then becomes, like, it's funny. And
1: it's
0: yeah, I remember when I first started doing rugby muscle we I had a guy from Israel, and he was uh, playing for the national team at ten, and he just said, "I can't believe like how much of an improvement I've made at ten. Not just tackling, or or not just in the ruck situations, but like my actual like piece to piece play is that much better because my head is clearer because I'm not like stressed about being tired. Yeah, I can, I can select my kicks or my my yeah. passes and stuff, and." It's nice to get that sort of reassurement, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's validation of what we are doing, right? Oh, dude, that, that's literally right. what rubby Muscle has been up until this point. It's just validation of, I do I do know what I'm doing. This is the right stuff. Like, it, and that's something that's <laughs> Yeah, I mate, mean, I feel good. the same. With yeah. all the... Yeah, right? You must... You'll find that with all the people you talk with Kabuki, you're like, oh, you, like, I'm saying this and, and you're saying, yes, it, it this makes sense. Me, mate, isn't be, that crazy?
1: We'd be doing this we've been doing this for 10 years and it's only just got to the point where I like, oh, might know what we're doing.
0: But it's also, we haven't changed too much. Like, no. um, something I'd spoke with Kia about is like, at, at some point, like once you, once you delve into you know, deep enough into the science or whatever, like you, or you under, get a deeper level of understanding of coaching, like you don't, um, like you don't ever do a big 180. You're not like, oh, I thought this was wrong. Oh, no. I, yeah. Like you never put, you know, you don't do a big 180 anymore. You, you All you do is maybe potentially see some times to accept something that you wouldn't have accepted or see other uses, yeah. but there's not, there's never a big 180. Um, like the closest thing I can think of was, but that's like five years ago when I was completely dismissing the Smith machine squat, because it's just like, I was convinced it's going to hurt everyone and get them I mean, an injured, but there's still, still a time still and place. It's yeah. yeah, like, yeah. and it, it, if anything, there's positives where it can, you know, you know, you can target the quads more without gassing out too much and putting too much strain on the lower back, as long as yeah, the, I mean, the right circumstances are there. You're never going to do a big 180, but you should always be refining things and and
1: I think yeah, that's what, that's what I
0: can't, doing. I not think of a big change. I was...
1: I've made, but I've definitely made a bunch of small changes.
0: Yeah, loads. Yeah. Speaking of your changes, um, what, give me, give me a lesson that you learned from Westside that you wouldn't have learned had you uh, hired them as coaches. Because we did, because it's a good, it might even be, it's not yeah. quite a year ago now that we did that podcast on um, yeah. why your training why is at Westside. Though? Yeah. So, so you're saying, what we I learned? That I wouldn't do, or I would do like what we learned. What that you, I picked what up what lessons taken. have you learned that you wouldn't have learned had you not, um, taken oh, okay, yeah. So, so I, I think I've
1: got you. a better appreciation of variability, yeah. um, and uh, yeah, because and to be a bit more even creative within it,
0: even in your specific sport,
1: yeah. I think mean, I know the a time and a place for sure, so. Like at the moment, so given that uh, USA Nationals have just gone and um, GB's newers are coming up in six months, twenty-seven weeks in fact, so six months, six point seven five months, um, people are doing a lot more variable training, right? So people's uh, comp lifts, like comp lifts, are now really specific developmental lifts. So they're doing like paused benches at main lift or whatever happens to be. So much isn't the main lift. And I think if I hadn't done the West Side stuff with like such diversity within the competition lifts,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: probably would have kept doing, like kept the comp lifts in and not giving able to break
0: from that at least mm-hmm. as much. And why is that a bad thing? To well, why, why would it be a, a negative thing to keep the comp lifts in? Like because this is it's something not, it's that not I, nice. I kind of have to, I I, I play around with because. You, yeah, you always hear that argument, well, all you need to do is squat, bench, and deadlift, and pull up, and that's it. Those are the four movements. If you could just work on those forever, you'd continually get stronger and bigger and everything.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, in principle, well, not in principle, in theory, I think, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I think you can do that, okay? But unless your volume and intensity is, is dialed into to the point where you know you're never gonna have like overuse strains. It's not even overuse injury. It's like overuse to the point where you're not recovering.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. And the recovering can be on a micro level. It doesn't have to be on a macro level. that like you feel shit. Yeah. Like then you, you want to have variability because otherwise you're going to incur cost, right? And like we don't know what that is. Like I got pretty close to it with, with people I've been working with for years, yeah. right? But even then, like Kitty, who was the training, I spend the most time on because obviously she's actually she's not my best lift anymore. But she's lived. I have the most vested interest in. Yes. Right. Um, like I've got her volume dialed in over like a microcycle, uh, a corner microcycle, like three weeks of training, depending on what it is. Okay. Um, I got that dialed in, but that doesn't take into account any stress she's incurring during the week, or if she's not eating, or some of that. So like, even though it's really dialed in, like I can't control it. Yeah. So I think that's a good case for variability above specificity, at least away from
0: competition period. I think it also gives you, like, time, time away from other lifts, it gives you just, like, it's one of those other intangible things where it's like, you, you is psychology, right? Like, if you reintroduce a new lift, and then you, as you get more accustomed to it, you see the numbers go up and up and up each week. Like, you feel good about that lift, and you get excited to go for that training session, versus... If you're doing, you know, we said, oh, you need to do a squat bench day, lift, pull bench. up. Like you're like, you know, year three, day two hundred and seventy six. That's how my training feels. <sighs> like you know what I mean? Like, like, so and, and you and I, you can still I've get it done if you're if you're really disciplined and whatever. But are mm-hmm. you going to be as motivated as if you like change no, the scenery, sure. like, or change so the looks?
1: I've had this with one of my lifters and the way we did it around it, because she, like, they still had to do competition lifts because they needed to builds to kill is we run a, a three week variable. So every other day they'll do the same shit. Yeah. Okay, they'll squat bench deadlift. Mm-hmm. But on the other days they run whatever variation lift they're going to do. And that will change like, as much as they need it to change. Mm-hmm. So we can still track the progressing, right? We still have the, the KPIs there, but they've, and this might just be like an N equals one thing for them because I'm not done with anyone else. But um, they're enjoying training much more now because they
0: actually have some
1: variation stimulus. Yeah.
0: And you're still getting in that volume. Like it's something that I, I think
1: Yeah, it's,
0: it's it's a it's a definite benefit and it's probably the most underrated benefit of periodization in general, is and why I fucking love doing rugby strength and conditioning, because you've got those areas that you can improve upon. And you introduce a novel stimulus, which keeps you motivated. Because you, now you've got another – like, every six weeks or so, like, we don't tear the whole training program up and go for something completely new. But we'll refine it, no. like – and that's a big part of Team rub Muscles. Like, every four to six weeks, you get to change it upon, like, like what you want to do um, if you see something that interests you or weakness or whatever, and you can refine it. And that way, yeah. like, you've got a new challenge every four to six weeks. And so you can stay – like, yes – like the prospect is that we want you to stay consistent for two years. Like, cause that's really how you're going to make massive progress, but you don't have to look mm-hmm. at that as a whole, the whole time at all. Like you just have to look at, okay, I need to smash this week. And then as long as I keep smashing these weeks in four to six weeks, I'll have made these huge improvements at this one low hanging fruit or these two, two or three low hanging fruits. And then we could switch it up a little bit. And over, you know, the course of 12 to 16 weeks, now we've like made a fucking huge change. And then. Like, yeah, how are you not going to be motivated at that? Oh.
1: Yeah, I, I, mean, that's, I mean, I think we're probably both stepping away from classical periodization, um, but that doesn't mean things aren't periodized, right?
0: Yeah, it, I mean, period, yeah, you don't not periodize on it. I mean, unless you're just doing random yeah. shit, like you, there's still periodization that goes in there. It's just yeah. being more strategic with it. Like I, I coined it, strategic novelty, in a way. Like it, I, it's, I, I love
1: that. like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm a, I'm gonna take that. Yeah, you can absolutely take it, but you have to quote me every single time and and uh, PayPal me two dollars. That seems unlikely. Okay, uh, sure. okay, but still quote yeah. me. Sorry,
1: yeah, I'll will uh, just I'll use
0: pay it. Pay. I don't really give a shit. It's uh but yeah, it's like that's what you need to do, like in your <laughs> training to, to stay like to enjoy this process. Because there's some like how many bodybuilders do you know, or people wanna be bodybuilders or wanna be whatever. That they've just, you know, they've had one goal, then they've done it, or they've got close, or they've just burnt out, and then that's it, and then you see, you see nothing from uh, after, and it's like it's such a shame. I mean, yeah,
1: but I mean bodybuilding's a different one, or even powerlifting, right? Yeah, I think you'd be a little bit mental to be a really good powerlifter as well.
0: But uh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, but that you know, I've seen it actually. I spoke with. um I told you I spoke with Johnny from Propane, and he was he, one of his struggles oh, yeah. was like when he finished was like okay, like that struggle of oh, I've got to put on five kilos like to my lifts just, and that doesn't yeah. even get me close to the England team or the GB team anymore because everyone else like I'm no longer like the the one of three lifters now I'm the one of like twenty five lifters because mate, there's some real lifters good. coming through man, that's yeah, some, and he's <laughs> like big strong boys, but then. You know, he said he tried CrossFit for a bit. He tried different things. And it was just a, a chat with the missus, he said. And I am just like, no, I've still got to do this for me, like, just to see what I, like, because it's just the most fun thing to do. Yeah, But sure. a lot of people won't have that introspection, I don't think. And that's a, that's the shame.
1: I, I think it helps. I presumably his missus is a lifter as well. And she has some kind of – yeah. I think having someone else who, who has a passion for sport
0: – I mean, it's help. his job as well so yeah Yeah. it's one of those things (laughs) like it uh, but the best thing and this and this is the the, my final point point to bring this around back to rugby one more time right is the coolest thing about rugby also is that like you get to test it like you get to test that you've been you got better well not you know not for a year or so because of covid but like when we get back to playing like actually i've I've had a few guys that have uh, in England they have just started training again because like, they've yeah the this week, right yeah. and he's like holy fucking shit I am smashing contact and one other guy was like just smashing the, the conditioning preseason but he was like, oh, oh, no, it's like nice. and it's like yeah like it, it, it's funny because we've had such a long time without it so you don't yeah. like usually you'll see like it's like it's like doing a body transformation and not looking in the mirror for six months like yeah gonna be big. some there's going to be some big impacts when we finally do get back to playing rugby, but it's cool. Cause you can see all these areas improve. Um, sure. you know, I, I, th- I think that's like, it makes it a really cool avenue. Um, now I'm thinking about it. I get more and more gutted that I'm still, I'm no longer playing myself.
1: You'd go back and it would just hurt me. That's the issue. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm so would, like, contact with her. yeah, for sure.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. mate. That's all right. Hard. We're going to wrap this up because we've not yeah, quite hit 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 an hour. But the people, do you want people to follow you yet? You started posting um, stuff. I've stopped posting on Instagram. Like yeah, a lot, yeah, I'm posting a lot less. A lot less. Uh, I'm spending a lot they less time. Me on, They can follow me on Clubhouse. Oh. Okay, follow you on Clubhouse. What yeah, the
1: fuck fair. is Clubhouse? You, so what it is is I, I've only just gone on to it, which is why I don't mind people following me on it because I can just sack it off and there's no real investment there. Um, yeah, so it, it's more like a, an interactive social media. So it'd be more like a talk like this, like a it's a group call.
0: And what? How people just drop in when they want? Yeah, uh, don't I don't like that. I'm too. Well, I'm way too. Introverted for that stuff. I, I need to know ahead of time if people want to drop in and call me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not checking my phone whilst I'm taking a. Sh- i am taking a mean, you you arrange it. You people. you arrange it for top, right?
1: Oh, okay. You like we say, okay, four, 4 p.m. We're going to jump on this. It's the same as Facebook Live or whatever. It's just more interactive.
0: I'm the sort of person that orders delivery by WhatsApp or by uh, online messenger. I don't. I I don't like. <laughs> I don't like phone calls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't do phone calls. But like, if it's a
1: I'm really shit at content creation but I'm good at talking about shit
0: yeah get, I so get, for uh, me it's, it's me I
1: don't know
0: follow, so follow yeah, what, what is your, do you have an address there or something um, I'll have to let you know because I'm not sure Okay, that's a great plug. Um, don't worry about following my Instagram, but follow the YouTubes. Subscribe, hit subscribe on the Rugby Muscle YouTube channel because we are putting more and more investment, as you might have seen already this year. We're nearly at 4,000 subscribers. I'd like to get to five by the end of the year for sure, um, or at least five. I want to get five by the end of the summer because I'm going to properly invest in this stuff. But download good the one. Rugby Conditioning Sessions, do all that good stuff, thumbs up, comments, and I'll see you in the next one all right thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed that episode of the Robbie muscle podcast then i've got a quick little request and a potential prize giveaway for you if you do said request all i want you to do is go to apple Podcasts and type up a five star review just your general opinions of the podcast would be great feedback but also helps us reach higher rankings get more exposure allow me to attract more guests and devote more time to developing a better all around podcast experience for you all you have to do, once again, is go and give us a five-star review on whatever podcast service you use. Let me know that you've got it, and then every single week, I'll be selecting one review to give away a free prize. That free prize will be either one free month of Team Robbie Muscle. That's our world-class strength condition program app delivered directly to your phone. Or, if that doesn't interest you, then we've got one free consultation where I'll go over your training program, your nutrition, and advise you how to best plan for your goals. Even if none of those things interest you, it's still doing me a solid and helping the podcast grow by going and giving us a five-star review. There's no real excuse. It takes like one minute, and that helps to show out exponentially. So I'd really appreciate it if you could do that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one.